you just never know where you're going to get the validation, the hint, the piece of strategy, the solution that you're looking for and that you need so deeply. And so never prejudge a room before you step into it. Never prejudge a group of women before you get to speak to them. Welcome to She Leads First, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who are ready to build a brand that will become a revenue generating machine. Hey guys, I'm Emily Sincata, a brand and business strategist with years of experience in both marketing and online product development. Each week, myself and my guests are going to share our own experiences and knowledge with you so that you can figure out exactly what about your brand is going to keep people coming back for more. You'll leave this podcast equipped with the confidence to tackle those big goals that are going to scale the impact of your brand and your bank account. It's time for you to embody that CEO energy and start leading first. After all, you're building more than just a business. You are building a movement. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of She Leads First. I just got home from about a week spent in Arizona. I was there for two different events. I was there for a Girlfriends in Business event hosted by Lori Harder, and I was there to help host a smaller networking event with my friends Tracy Vlahos and Johnny Cesario. And I actually already recorded this episode. (laughs) Full disclosure, this is the second episode coming your way around this topic that I want to share with you, which are the unexpected takeaways that I left those events with. And I recorded the first one with Tracy. I was staying with her all week in Arizona, but we had some audio issues when we got into editing. And so unfortunately, our duo episode is gone. But We had such good takeaways that I wanted to make sure that I came on here and gave you the full recap because, you know, we talk all the time on this podcast about why it's so important to be in the room, in the physical room, not just the online room. And we talk about the big differences that exist there between connecting with people online and connecting with people face-to-face, in person, and the magic of the connections, the way that it changes the dynamic, the way that you always seem to get exactly what you need from the room and from the presentations, that all is so stinking true, and I will say it till I'm blue in the face. But fresh off of these events, I want to share with you some of the micro moments that popped up that really meant a lot to me or really shifted the way that I'm going to do business and the way that I'm going to think about things moving forward that aren't necessarily those obvious overarching takeaways that you would expect going into an event or two events. And also what I think is interesting about Some of the stuff that I'm going to share is it's a combination of both being an attendee. So I'm definitely going to share with you some big takeaways that I had as an attendee at the Girlfriends in Business event. It's always fun to be in the student chair. But then I also want to share with you takeaways that I had from our networking event that I hosted with my two friends, Johnny and Tracy of Elevated Exchange, that is the networking company, and the takeaways that we had being the hosts and what we got to witness in that room. And so I want to start in first with the Girlfriends and Business event because it was really awesome. It was a really expansive set of guests that were brought in and what they shared. And there were so many guests, by the way. I'm not going to be able to go into everyone because everyone was so stinking good. But I definitely want to share, like I said, the micro moments that meant the most to me. And so in terms of unexpected takeaways, the first one happened right away with the first speaker. She came in to talk about podcasting. She's one of the hosts of the Almost 30 podcast, which is one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. 
I believe, if I have that correct. And her name is Krista Williams, and she was a really cool speaker. Talked a lot about embodiment, but I had, I would say, my biggest takeaway from her, and it's going to sound small, but it made a huge shift to the point where I wrote it down and it got burned into my brain. And she said something on learning to be authentic in how you show up. But what really left a mark on me was she said, speak in your true tone. So your true tone of voice, and you will start to attract your most aligned audience. And that really sat with me. I thought that was such a cool way to think about authenticity. And she did some exercises to help us drop into our true voice. And, you know, as women, we often speak in this almost like customer service voice. Like we get a little higher pitched. We think that that's going to make us sound more appealing to people. I've heard there's definitely studies on this, how women shift into a higher tone of voice and how it often is received by the masses as more likable. But she was like, no, 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 no. Your natural voice is probably lower than how you're speaking, right? Not everybody has a low natural speaking voice. I happen to, but she was like, really drop down and speak from your gut and see how that feels and see the way that that shifts your body and how you show up and how comfortable you feel sharing what you're gonna share. And she said that when she really practiced doing this on her podcast, it started to attract a completely different audience and a completely aligned audience. And she loved the shift that came with it. And I thought that was so cool. And I think that that was probably my biggest takeaway from the event. Like I said, it sounds funny because it's kind of a a small thing, but it's very profound. And again, not something that you would go into an event looking for. That's not something that I would have written down. I hope that I get a shift around how I use my voice in podcasting going to this event. But so I thought it was so cool that that is what meant the most to me listening to her. She also gave massive permission around not looking at her numbers when it comes to podcasting. And I thought that this was really cool too, especially coming from such a big podcast, such a successful show. She said she never looks at her numbers. She said that she has people she pays to do it. So somebody's looking at the numbers, but she was like, I never look at it because it throws off how I show up. If I see the numbers are down, then I'm going to start to think, okay, do people not like it when I do this? Do I need to show up in a different way and step out of ultimately that most authentic version of herself that she was talking about getting to when we talk in our true tone? So she kicked things off talking about podcasting and I thought it was such a fresh take. From what we normally hear, if you go to events and you hear people talk about podcasting, not that there's anything wrong. I I love the data conversations, but she took it in a completely different spin. And I thought that it was very impactful. It really meant a lot to me to hear her say that. Okay, other unexpected takeaways that I had from the event. This was an overarching one that no one called out, but I noticed just paying attention to all of the speakers and paying attention to how they were sharing their data with us around here's how the company scaled. And there were some really impressive multi-million dollar companies that came to speak to this event. There was the owner of the company ClearStem. She actually showed us her numbers and she's a product-based business, skincare for acne-prone skin. And she put her numbers up on the screen from year one to year eight in terms of revenue. And she even shared her projected revenue for the next year, which you guys was crazy. I don't think she'll mind me sharing since she shared it publicly, but their power projected for $50 million this year. But what she shared in this was one, you can't just look at revenue and get the full picture, which we know, but so good to have as a reminder where 
she was like, look it, making money costs money. Making money costs money. So even though we made this much throughout the years, we didn't pocket this much. And that's very important to note because she is somebody who did everything in herself in her business for as long as she could before she hired out. Also, that was a refreshing take on when to hire because you hear conflicting opinions on this all the time. Do you hire from day one or do you wait until you have to? And she was like, you know what? Honestly, wait until you have to. But what I see as the benefit of her doing that is that woman knows every facet of her business like the back of her hand. I was so impressed with how she spoke about all of these different areas that were not her natural zone of genius, but she knew what was going on. And she knew even if somebody else was taking care of it and was head of that department, why the strategy was what it was. And she could speak in such thorough terms on why they were doing different things and what they were doing for marketing and where they were spending their money and why they were spending their money there. And so even as she was breaking down the numbers of, okay, we didn't pocket this this year, that was revenue, but here's what we actually went home with. She could explain why. And so that was so cool to see. But to my original point of what I'm getting at here, nobody came and said this takeaway that I'm about to share with you explicitly, but I could see it reflected in people's numbers as they were sharing this openly. And as they were pointing to when things started to take off, here's the takeaway. Everyone's business started to massively scale when they started to leverage paid advertising. So I'm talking things like first and foremost ads. I'm talking paying to be on podcasts, that same woman speaking from the skincare brand, she shared that she once paid $13,000 to be on a podcast that she knew had her aligned audience. Did you guys even know you could pay to get on big name podcasts? Oof. She said it was one of the scariest investments her and her business partner ever had to make because there was no guaranteed ROI there. She also shared when they started truly pouring money into ads that's when they started scaling from, okay, we're going to maybe double our income this year to we're going to 10x our income this year. And how that also took a leap of faith in, okay, I'm going to pour all this money into this ads budget and not have a set guarantee that it's going to come back because we're still testing. And so I really appreciated getting to see that peek behind the curtain because, you know, in the online space, we often hear you don't need ads, just go organic. And you can go so far with organic marketing. So I think it's a beautiful message for people to understand that if you're willing to put your time and energy into organic marketing, you can build a really great business. But when we're talking about that shift into building an empire, into building a legacy, into building something that reaches potentially millions of people, you just can't easily hit that through organic marketing alone, through viral social media posts. You need to be leveraging paid advertising where you put money in and then you pay to get in front of the audiences you want to be in front of. I thought that was incredible to see across the board throughout all of the speakers that shared if there was time and if they were willing to go into it, you could really see that that paid advertising is what ultimately made the difference in their business. Now, I also want to add they weren't doing it from day one. They were figuring things out first. But once they had a good understanding of who they were selling to and how, and they started to leverage these more paid marketing strategies behind what they were already doing, that's when things really started to take off. So I loved to see that because I think we need more transparency and more visibility around that for women in business because we tend to shy away from ads. And I truly believe it's only hurting ourselves. Now, the last speaker that was massively impactful on me, and they all were, but it was 
Jacqueline Snyder. Her company is The Product Boss. And she did what I thought was the coolest stinking presentation. I lost my cool while she was speaking because I was so excited. It was continuing this conversation of really understanding funnels, leveraging paid marketing, but then also creating on the back end these really strategic funnels for your clients to move through during your launches and understanding your numbers and being hands-on and not just expecting magic to happen when you launch, but really mapping it out and really understanding every step of the way for your customer and how do we hit them at every touch point to get them in the middle of a launch to buy from you. And she literally showed us her funnel strategies. And you better believe like my hand shot up to ask questions before they even asked if anybody had questions. <laughs> I was front row, I was in a lime green blazer. And I was like, you're gonna give this mic to me. Because not everybody always gets a chance to ask questions at these events. Like they obviously can't give everyone in the room a chance to ask what they have on their heart or they would just never end. And so I was determined to get that mic. And as soon as she handed it to me, I was like, okay, I have a list of questions. I'm going to try to narrow them down. But gosh, it just meant so much to me that she was willing to be that transparent and show us that. And I know because I spoke to other women in the room, if you don't already have an introduction to funnels, that stuff can go over your head. And even my friend that was sitting next to me, she turned to me and she was like, Emily, I got none of that. (laughs) And it's not to say it's because it wasn't a good presentation, but it's because there is a little bit of an aspect of learning a new language when it comes to funnels and they go in depth. I mean, they are deep. I am still learning all of the different facets and ways that you can go into the strategy of it because it is it is like learning a new language. It's not necessarily complicated, but it looks complex when you see it on a screen for the first time until you understand the basics of what you're talking about. And so she basically mapped out her funnels for us and let us take a look at here's the exact strategy. So for some people, I know it was overwhelming, but here's why I loved it so much. Like I was just starting to say, As women, we need to know that this is on the table for us, that this is something that we can utilize to our benefit to massively scale our impact, to massively scale the numbers of people that we are able to reach. And she was having incredible launches. I don't remember the exact numbers that she shared around these launches, but I want to say that they were in the ballpark of seven figures. And again, I don't have the exact number handy, but we were talking massively scaled launches from online courses. So she's a product-based company. That's where she started. But then she started educating product-based people. And so she's selling digital products. And so she's selling the things that you and I are selling, which means that these are absolutely strategies that we can leverage. And so you better believe right after that speech, I went outside as she was leaving and I grabbed her information. And I was like, what can I do to learn more about this from you? So also want to throw that in there. Don't be afraid to do that either. When somebody impacts you, See if you can just steal a moment of their time afterwards. At the very least, all you're going to do is be on their radar if that's somebody that you want to learn from more in the future. And nobody's upset to hear that what you shared impacted them. And so she impacted me so deeply. I was so excited to see her exposing this conversation to more women, letting them know of like, hey, even if you're not there yet where you're ready to tap into these really strategic funnels, this is what's on the horizon for you. And she also shared that she's not the one who does it in her business. She has people on her team. She has a launch strategist that comes in and plans these things out for her, but she's in it with them. She's in it with them to the extent that she could give a presentation and explain exactly what they're doing in her business. So it's not that she hands it off and forgets it forever. That was a theme with all of the women that even when they're hiring things out, they're making sure that they are they know enough to be dangerous. 
when it comes to understanding what they're paying people to do so that there are no blind spots. There are no money that's being used and then lost because they don't understand where it's going. They're in it. And so she was in it too. And so I had to thank her for opening up women's eyes to there's a whole world here that maybe you haven't tapped into that can massively scale your sales that you are doing and the impact of your brand. But then also, of course, I just wanted to get on her radar and say, hey, I would love to learn from you more. And so I'm in contact with her team right now to hopefully we'll see do a VIP day with her so I can learn even more about all of this and share all the goodness with you guys. So she was my favorite speaker there because I love nerding out on the data side of marketing. But like I said, every speaker was incredible. Every speaker I had such a good takeaway from, and I wish I had time here to go into every single one with you. But really, I just want to share that these are the types of things that you might not go into an event saying, I hope I learn about X, Y, and Z. But you're so glad on the back end that you did because there's always going to be unexpected takeaways like that from any room that you put yourself in. And so with that, I want to shift over into talking about the networking event that I helped host with Tracy and Johnny this last week as well. It was a smaller scale community-based event. Women entrepreneurs in the Scottsdale area, they could come in, they could network together for about two hours and help each other work on their businesses. And this is something that my Elevated Exchange ladies, Johnny and Tracy, started doing last year. And they've built an awesome community in Scottsdale right now of women who come in and they get together and they network and they share what's going on in their businesses, share their challenges, share solutions. And I got to come in and share a little presentation and help them lead their event in February. And it was cool to see. It was cool to see it on the ground level like that because this is where these big events start, right? It starts grassroots. It starts, quote unquote, smaller. It starts with in your own backyard with the women that are already around you. And so it was so cool to see this network already starting to form off of the hard work of Johnny and Tracy. And I was so grateful to get to speak to them. And there was a really big takeaway that I had in there, also unexpected, watching these women network together. So we started by having everyone introduce themselves and their businesses. And there was one woman in the room in particular who her business, you could tell, was further along than the majority of the people there. And she presented herself in such a profound way. Like you could just tell she knew her worth. I was impressed hearing about her business and all these different facets. She had just launched a book. I was so impressed. And there was a moment listening to them speak where I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I hope that she can get some value out of this and doesn't feel too big for this room. Not to say that the other women in the room were not impressive, but she was just one of those women where when you hear her speak, it was like, wow, listening to her, you feel like she's got it all figured out. And so I was a little like, oh, how can we make this extra impactful for her? Getting a little nervous that maybe she wasn't going to get out of it what she needed. But I had to just surrender and know that people always find what they need in rooms. But I was a little nervous. So we had people break out after we did some work together, after I did a little presentation and get together and work on their businesses. And when we came back together as a group at the end, we asked for some takeaways. And some women shared here and there. And then we were about to close. And this woman that I was worried about being too big for this room, she raised her hand and she said, hold on, I have to share. And I'm not gonna lie to you. My first reaction was to be a little nervous. I was like, "Uh oh, did she not get anything out of this? Is that what she's about to say? Because that's, of course, your worst fear as the host of something. And she was like, this was everything 
I needed. The women that I spoke to in our breakout sessions lit my fire. They spoke life back into me and into my purpose and into what I'm doing and my mission. She said that was everything that I needed to hear what I'm doing and the power of it reflected back to me by the women in this room. I could not be more grateful. And this was just everything I could have asked for and more. Oh my gosh, you better believe I like, I was standing, but if I was sitting, I was going to say I would have fallen out of my chair. I was so grateful for that reflection from her in that moment. And my takeaway from it was that there is always, always benefit to being in community, even when you might be a bigger fish in the pond. When we talk about getting in rooms, we always talk about it from the perspective of get inside a room that expands you. Get inside a room where you are a little fish and you get to grow, where you're not the biggest in the room, that you need to be in rooms that expand you. And I absolutely think that there's truth to that. I'm not negating that at all. We need to find our expanders. But what I want to reflect on here and to share and what I took away from her reflection was that you don't always know where you're the big fish and where there's going to be expanders for you. If we had just looked at everyone's resume, so to speak, for their business on paper, she might not have expected to have expanders in that room with her. But she ended up in a group just by chance with the exact right people who expanded her mindset about the way she was thinking about how she was showing up for her business. And that showed her that she was doing something at a scale that maybe she didn't even realize. And so you never know how community is going to help you. You might not even know where you need someone to help you. She may not have known that she was lacking. It felt like through her words that she was saying she was lacking a little bit of confidence that she was on the right track despite her accolades. And that that was exactly what she got reflected back to her from the women she grouped up with that she was in fact on the right track. And so you just never know where you're gonna get the validation, the hint, the piece of strategy, the solution that you're looking for and that you need so deeply. And so never prejudge a room before you step into it. Never prejudge a group of women before you get to speak to them. I get reminded of this in my mastermind all the time because women are coming in from all different backgrounds and all different experience levels with their business. And I will see people just bring forward experiences that they have from before their business started and give phenomenal advice and phenomenal coaching to the other women where if we had just only valued where they were currently at in their business, you may not have expected such profound coaching to come from somebody who maybe is earlier on in their career. And the same goes in the opposite direction. We also get incredible coaching from the women who are further along, but we always have places that we need to grow. And you never know where that growth is going to show up for you and in what communities. And so it was just such a beautiful reminder, one that I didn't even know I needed, that you can't judge a group by its cover and that there's always value to being in community and it's going to show you exactly what you need. You just have to get inside of the room. So there are so many more takeaways that I could go on and on about the last two events. It was Truly such an amazing week spent in Arizona with my friends, with my coworkers, with women that I am starting a new company with that I can't wait to share more details with you on so soon. But my heart lives in this space of, of running events and building community. 
And I hope that you feel it. And I hope that as you listen to all of these episodes that I've done now around the importance of getting in the room, that you start to feel it and that you start to seek out opportunities for yourself to go to these types of events. Or maybe it's time to run these types of events in your area if they don't exist. If you see an opportunity for something, if there's something that you're saying, I wish this was here, but it's not in my area, maybe it's time for you to be the one to create the space. Create the table to invite everyone to come and sit out with you. Be the leader if what you are seeking does not currently exist where you are. I promise it is the most gratifying thing you will ever do. As somebody who struggled to build connections with other women and to really build community, Throughout the majority of my life, it wasn't until my late 20s until I started to sort of figure this out because I didn't have role models for it growing up. I didn't have good examples of what community looked like and felt like, especially women coming together. I didn't have that. I had more of the caddy background and like, oh, when women come together, they fight type of background and type of programming put onto me. But the more that I challenged that narrative, the more I realized it wasn't true and the more building community and networks of women has become one of the most important things to me and to my business. And it has completely transformed my life. It has completely transformed the way that I do work. And I hope that you find the same is true for you as well. So there is always a seat at my table for you. If you ever have the opportunity to come to one of the events that I host, please know you are always welcome. But I also encourage you, like I said, to create these spaces for yourself where you can as well. All right, my friends, as always, if you love this episode, please do me a favor and share it with somebody who you know needs it. It means the world to me that you are here and that you are tuning in. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, before you go, I've got two quick things for you. Number one, I want to say thank you so much for being here. It truly means the world to me that you choose to spend your time here listening to these conversations, tuning in with me, soaking up all of this information and everything that we are going through together. I cannot express how much gratitude I have for you for being here on this journey with me. With that said, number two, the second thing I have for you is I want to make sure that since you're here, you have my phone number. Seriously, I have an inner circle daily text list where every single day, Monday through Friday, I send out a positive affirmation or a journal prompt or something I've been thinking about, or even an aha moment that has completely shifted my perspective that I want to share with you too. So you can share in on everything that I am working on to grow and continue evolving and continuing to be the best version of myself. I want to share those things with you. And the best place to do it is through this inner circle daily text list. So if you want to get on this list, if you want to receive these messages from me, and again, yes, it's really me. It's coming straight from my phone. What you need to do is text the word community to my number at 213-606-3853. Again, that's the word community to my number 213 606 
3853. As soon as you send me over that tax, I will send you a message back with the quick details to officially register for this Inner Circle Daily Text List. And once you are all registered, we are ready to get to texting. The messages all go straight to my phone. I see all of the replies. I look at them. I send you messages back. So it is such a great way for us to connect and continue to work on our growth together. So go ahead and shoot me that message ASAP so that we can get connected.